0: Welcome to the Next Actions business podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you some hints and tips that you can use to help you to get the results you deserve. Grab yourself a drink, sit back, and let's jump into the episode. One of the most common tools used today is brainstorming. This allows the collective knowledge of a group to be used to identify solutions to problems. This simple technique can be used in all situations but it is important that there are some ground rules that need to be followed so everybody gets the most out of the session. Join me to discuss brainstorming and how you can use it to get the results you deserve. Most people have heard the phrase brainstorming. But how many people have actually used it? What is a brainstorm? If we go to dictionary.com, it tells us that it's a spontaneous group discussion to produce ideas and ways of solving problems. Essentially, a brainstorm session brings together a group of people to come up with possible solutions to a problem. It's not a complicated process. And the output from it, it usually provides a large pool of ideas that can then be developed further. The use of brainstorming is an effective way to quickly generate a large number of ideas, get people unstuck by kickstarting their thought process, get insights from a wider group, generate enthusiasm for fixing the problem, solve problems that you are struggling with, Improve team collaboration. Do you want to get these results with your business problems? Can you get together a group of people who can help you to come up with ideas? To get the best results from a brainstorming session, you need to have a set of ground rules. These are the guidelines that the group use so that they can focus on the problem. I suggest the following, which is a good set of rules to start with. And as you get more comfortable, you'll then find you're able to adjust these so they more fit your needs. Have a clear objective. You need to be clear on what you're trying to address. Try and keep the objective as specific and clear as possible. If your objective is to make more money, well, that's really broad and it's not likely to generate many valid ideas. Rather, try and frame an objective to be more like increase revenue by 20% by the end of the quarter. If you're used to setting SMART goals, well, it's the same idea. Be specific, be measurable, be achievable, be realistic, and be time-bound. By being as specific as possible, you get the greatest result. Don't criticize. The whole purpose is to generate ideas. You're not there to analyze them. Yes, look at other ideas, but use them as a source of inspiration, not a source to criticise what others have come up with. Encourage wild ideas. This is key. You want those wild ideas. Everyone, well, we normally play it safe. Safe, it doesn't give you the best results. By encouraging people to come up with the wild ideas, you fire their creativity. I'm not saying you'll be implementing the wild idea, what it does, it triggers your thinking so that you go down new avenues that you would have not originally thought of. And this may well lead to the delivery of those exceptional results that you're after. Build on the ideas of others. A key to brainstorming is to be taking in the ideas of other people. This, it then triggers something in yourself to generate even more ideas. One person's idea can spark the thought process in someone else. And in turn, that comes up with something that triggers yet another person. And before you know it, this chain of ideas, it gives you the solution that you want. Stay focused on the objective. Make sure that the group is focused and that they're always moving towards the objective that you've set. We've all been to those meetings. They start off about one thing and then they very, very quickly they evolve into something else. Make sure that the group is focused on the one problem. If they veer off, stop the conversation and bring them back on track. You cannot effectively solve everything at once, but by focusing on one problem at a time, you can make major differences with minimal effort. One conversation at a time. Again, this is often a problem with meetings. People have side conversations. Don't be afraid to say stop and bring them back in to the main thread. Stamp down on the side conversations quickly to keep the discussion on track. Also, don't be afraid to tell people that they're being disrespectful because they're not listening to other people when they're having their side conversation. Be firm, but be consistent. Be visual. This, it's a big benefit of brainstorming. I've seen and I've used whiteboards for this and it works really well. But the best tool I have for brainstorming is the sticky note, which we often refer to as post-it notes. These allow people to jot down one thought per note and then put them on a large wall or table. The notes can easily be moved around or grouped together. I really think sticky notes are one of the most underused tools in business. Go for quantity. The aim of the session is to generate ideas and to generate lots of them. You're not trying to qualify the ideas, so the quality, it's not too important. What you're trying to do is come up with potential ideas and here, the more the merrier. Don't be surprised if, in your session, you can generate well over 100 ideas. Turn off all devices. To be honest, this it should be a basic rule for all meetings. If a device is on, then people will look at it. That's distracting them from what you're doing. It's taking their attention away from the other members of the group. And, let's be honest, it's just plain rude make everybody turn off their device. In 99.9% of all situations, no one's going to die if you don't respond to a message within the next hour. I find it useful to have the rules written down where everybody can see them. This way, they can't say they're not aware of the rules. So you've got your rules. The next thing is to get ready for your session. The first thing you'll do, you'll book a venue that you can use. When doing this, make sure that the room is well ventilated and it has everything that you need. Your session, it's likely to take at least one hour and you don't want people crowded in becoming hot and sweaty. You will not get good results from grumpy people. Send out your meeting invites and these, obviously, they'll have the time and the location. But make sure you also include the clear objective that you're trying to solve. Include with this any links or documents that provide useful information and background. By doing this, you're giving the participants some time to understand the problem, and also they can start thinking about it before they even get to the session. If you just drop the details at the start of the session, well, people, they're likely to feel unprepared and flustered. This will limit the results that you get. So your session is now ready, it's time to start. I suggest you use the following structure to help get the brainstorming underway. Start by reading through the ground rules. This makes sure that everybody is on the same track. Clearly share the objective. If possible, have this on display somewhere so that it keeps it clear in people's minds. I suggest that you actually do a short warm-up exercise. This is just something to help people relax into the session. Try and have this as a short creative activity. Ideally, it should be no longer than five minutes. And now it's time to move into the main event, into the brainstorming. The first thing, get everyone to stand up. Don't do this sitting down. Get them out of their chairs and moving about. I find that moving about is another trigger that can help spark creativity. You're getting the blood flowing and that blood is going into the brain and triggering the creativity. Use as much of the room space as you can. Don't feel you have to be cramped together. Get up and move about. If you're a small group, I would say less than five people. Well, that's it, you're jumping in, you start brainstorming. But for a larger group, I suggest you split into some smaller subgroups of no more than four people. The reason for this, in the larger groups, you find that the more introverted people, well, they'll tend to stay quiet. You'll lose their contributions and their ideas. Whereas by splitting into smaller groups, you open it up for them to speak. Whilst in the brainstorm, it's important that you're encouraging everybody to participate. If someone hasn't spoken, then why not ask them directly for an idea? Someone who is not contributing is someone whose time is being wasted. Bring them out and then bring out their ideas. After about 15 minutes, you're likely to find the ideas are slowing down. When this happens, it's time to switch things up. If you've got multiple groups, change the group members around. Let people mingle with others. This brings different people together, which in turn may generate additional ideas. Next step, start to look at those ideas that you've generated, call them out one by one. As you do so, start grouping them together, but leave a little bit of time after each idea because they may trigger something in another person's mind and you can then add that to the list. Remember. This is not about assessing the ideas, you're trying to come up with additional ones. Once this is done, now it's time to wrap things up. Thank your participants for their time. Let them know that you'll share the list of ideas with them, and also make sure to ask them to send any additional ideas they come up with to you and to the rest of the group. Just because the session is over does not mean the ideas stop flowing. I often find that ideas can come to me in the middle of the night. And quite often, these are some of the best ideas. So make sure the participants know you'd still like these additional ideas. After the meeting, spend some time to capture each of the ideas into a document. This is where you'd use either a mind map or an outline. As part of this, make sure you start grouping them together. A brainstorming session where the ideas are not documented, well, it was a waste of everybody's time. Now, you've got everything done, you've documented it, and this is where you start analysing the ideas. You're looking at them, and you can start to prioritise them. Most, you may put down as being low priority, but then others, they may jump out to you as potential solutions. These, they're the ones that you want to spend further time on. You may even want to have a new brainstorming session to look at just one of the ideas. This time, the objective of that session is to look at how to actually implement the idea. This podcast is brought to you by Next Actions, your one stop for business and executive coaching. If you're struggling with your business and want to improve your business results, or do you want to get back control of your life? Then Next Actions, were here for you. We're based in Perth, Western Australia, but we do have clients worldwide. You can find out more about us at nextactions.com.au That's nextactions.com.au To summarise, we use brainstorming to quickly generate a large number of ideas, Get people unstuck by kickstarting their thought process. Get insights from a wider group. Generate enthusiasm for fixing the problem. Solve problems that you are struggling with. Improve team collaboration. Run your sessions in a structured manner with predefined ground rules. You are all there to generate ideas. By being creative, you can generate ways forward That no one person would have thought of. You can find out more about us at nextactions.com.au. That's nextactions.com.au. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Do you have any topics that you'd like me to cover? If you do, then please email me at gary at nextactions.com.au and I'll add it to the list of upcoming videos. If you haven't already, why not subscribe to the feed so you get new episodes as I release them. Please also give me a rating in your podcast app of choice. This helps other people discover the podcast. I'll talk to you again soon.